Hey folks, this is Wes Colton with the Introvert Unbound podcast. On this episode, we're going to talk a bit about COVID-19 and what that means for cold encounters. So what is a cold encounter? Well, it's something that people also call cold approach. It's the idea of socializing by talking to people that you don't know. So a lot of the time it has to do with men talking to women. And it is something that we've been encouraging at Introvert Unbound since time immemorial. So that's something that really is the heart of how you can improve your social skills in general, your assertiveness, your social intelligence, expanding your dating pool, or at least practicing talking to people or women if you don't end up doing that a lot, understanding flirting, stuff like that. You know, you may or may not find dates that way or girlfriends, but it's definitely the best way to have a volume of people you can talk to and you can gain all this experience. So we've been advocating for it for years. Some people call it cold approach pickup. I don't do nor do I teach pickup. I see pickup as basically trying to have sex with somebody within a few hours of meeting them, typically at a bar. So that's not, we're not teaching pickup, but the concept applies across the board no matter what you're doing. If you're going out talking to people that you don't know because you're interested in knowing more about them, cold encounters, whatever you want to call it, right now, it's a (laughs) no-no. You can't do it according to public health orders, and you shouldn't do it, not right now at least, and we are definitely discouraging anyone from doing that at Introvert Unbound as it stands right now. Of course, that puts a crimp in our business model, but we are right now encouraging, frankly, other ways to meet people, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but working on other aspects of yourself, and there's plenty you can do from the privacy of your own home. And there's lots of coaching you can do, including through Introvert Unbound, where we have our introvert strategy sessions online. And we've been working with clients internationally online for years, so that's nothing new for us. But right now, you can't go out and talk to people just randomly. And maybe you can. I mean, I was in a situation where I went for uh, an area that's not far from my house and going for a walk. And there was a woman nearby and she smiled and said hello. I didn't engage because I didn't think it was appropriate at this time. And I don't think we should be doing it at this time. But what happens in the coming weeks or possibly months, we don't really know, when let's just say that the number of cases goes down to very few and everything is stable and businesses open up again, Should you just go right out into a bar, go to a big concert of thousands of people? I don't think that's a great idea in terms of until we have treatment for this. So the reality is we don't know what the government orders are going to be. We don't know what experts are going to tell us. And even if it's all, yeah, it's fine. You got to know that there are going to be still cases kicking around of a potentially fatal illness that does have more of a likelihood of you getting it and dying from it than a lot of other things. It's it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's something to be aware of. So is it even sensible to be over the next several months going out and just talking to random people? Let's say it is fine for you to do that, right? Let's say, you know what? There's no risk. 
where there's very little risk or I'm okay with the risk. That might be your decision at a certain point of time. And, you know, you're an adult, presumably, so you can make those decisions for yourself so long as you're not going against public health orders and putting people into harm's way. But that's kind of what it comes down to as well. Will this change the culture in terms of whether it's okay to just get up in someone's grill? So the social distancing of six feet or more, I think that's going to carry over for a while. I think there's going to be at stores and businesses, if not a mandate, there's going to be an encouragement and an urging for that. And they might actually throw people out for not following that. Even if that's not the case, I think a lot of individuals are going to just want that to be the case. And I'm going to tell you that, you know, even in two months, if I'm out and about and I'm waiting for something at a bus stop or something like that, and somebody comes up to a few feet away from me, I will ask, excuse me, I would like a little more space, you know, or step away from them or a combination of both. So if me as a dude who isn't really a germaphobe, maybe, maybe now I am, I don't know. But if that's going to be bothersome to me, I think that's going to be bothersome to a lot of people. And I think to a lot of women. So I think it's going to be not socially acceptable for a while. Permanently? I don't know. I don't think so. I hope not. But for a while to just go up to people because the difference would be, okay, maybe things go back to normal in terms of we hang out with friends. These are people we choose to be around. Dating might go back to normal or closer to it. Things like that. But people that you don't know, I mean, it's already not taboo, but there's already a bit of something to overcome when you do that. Like, who is this random person? I don't know you. Are you safe? Are you weird? All those things. And now it's like you might have a fatal disease that you're going to spread to me and there's no way of me knowing that. Yeah, I think that's going to be a factor. And it might be different populations that are more concerned about it. You know, maybe people who are going to bars and getting wasted in the middle of the night, maybe they're not as cautious. And certain people who are more open to danger might be more accepting of this. But I think we're going to see some changes. And is the whole concept of cold encounters or cold approach, is it dead? For right now, it is definitely it is definitely in the ICU. And I think it might slowly come back, but it might take a vaccine if they're able to develop a vaccine for COVID. And that can be a year or more from now. So I think it's just an interesting discussion to have. And we've got to play it by ear. But in the meantime, that's not a reason not to work on yourself. In fact, here's a great opportunity to work on other aspects. And this is what I keep coming back to because I like to have action examples, things you can actually do and implement and be positive as well. So the whole point, if I just had a podcast, hey, yeah, guess what? You can't talk to people anymore. The end, that's not really that useful. So let's look at online dating and warm encounters. So that's typically the way we break things up at Introvert Unbound. And with our clients and people we advise in general, we think that let's say your particular your dating life 
it would be one-third cold encounters, one-third warm encounters, and one-third online. So let's talk a little bit about online because there are issues with online, right? So right now, more people are on the swipe apps, right? But they're just dabbling. So now more than ever, it's just people playing around for attention. Sorry, ladies, but that's a lot of what women do online with these dating apps in normal times. So right now, when you can't even necessarily meet someone you really shouldn't be, then it's just, oh, I want your attention. And maybe afterwards you could hang out. So if you want a pen pal or you want somebody to just talk to, that's fine. And maybe you can keep it going through this. That's fine. But keep that in mind. And there's also more people on it. So there's more competition. So is online dating the thing you should be focusing on right now? I would say get your ducks in a row. I would say get your, if you have good photos together, get your profile together. We actually do that with Introvert Unbound. So if you want me, I am, a, not to toot my own horn, but a little bit, I'm an award-winning journalist and published author. So I know how to write and I can make your dating profile, help you make your profile better than 90% of the ones out there. So that is one option, but you know, it's sort of like you're just gonna be spinning your wheels for a bit. And then there are warm encounters. So I think that you should be positioning yourself for once this COVID thing slows down to engage in the social world in warm encounters. And this is something I've been personally gravitating towards more and more because it's really the way to find out, find where you fit. That's kind of our motto, we find where you fit. So warm encounters can apply to finding an interest or a realm in which you, it doesn't, you don't have to be proficient at it necessarily. It's just something that's interesting to you. So let's just say it is mindfulness meditation, right? So finding some groups that you can join and maybe doing some of the online ones for right now. So when the when things settle down again, you can be a part of that and then you can meet people that way. And so you're not just going there to meet women. You're going there because you care about this activity, because you are interested in just the people in that community and the women you find are going to be more suited towards you. And in particularly in that, they're going to be oftentimes more psychologically developed. Let's just put it that way. That's just my own personal thing. And that's what I've noticed. So in terms of, all right, you can go to a bars. And personally, I don't really, at 41, I don't fit in at the bars. I, I can go to the bars and nobody's really stigmatizing me. And I don't even feel that way. And I can meet people. It's just, they're not where I'm at, most of them. So if you're an older person and you feel like you want to be a part of the bar scene, that's that's fine. There's no, I think ageism is nonsense. And particularly if you are an older man and you're looking for somewhat younger women, it's, it's actually no issue at all. But if you're looking to enhance the, I don't want to say quality, but the suitability of people that you're interested in or the suitability of people that you'd be dating. This warm encounters is the way to go. And not only is it just a better way of going about things, but in terms of this COVID stuff, <clears throat> you're not interacting with hundreds of people. You're not, you know, in these 
giant crowds, which I think that might be something that is going to be clamped down on for a while. I'm not sure if they'll allow giant sporting events or, or things like that, where everyone's breathing down everyone's neck, literally. And maybe you might not want to do that for a little while. But if you're at some meditation seminar for 15 people and you're in your own little space there, that's a much safer way of going about things. And you're more likely to meet the people that you're interested in. And it doesn't feel so... I don't want to say smarmy, but when you're going, I'm going out just to meet women. If you're practicing your social skills, there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But at a certain point of time, there should be other pursuits. And yeah, you can't pretend that just, oh, I'm going to go for a hike and maybe I'll meet a woman. It's like sometimes you do. In Colorado, in fact, that, that happens. But most of the time, that's not going to happen. So if you're finding that middle ground, that kind of killing two birds with one stone concept of, well, I'm doing this thing I like, and maybe I'll meet somebody there. That's fine. And and even though, like I was saying before, I don't meet the volume of people I meet at bars, but because they're more suitable for me, I end up meeting the same amount of people in terms of ones who actually click. So basically my take on this is COVID is going to make it so this cold approach thing cold encounters is less of a thing that you're going to be doing whether you like it or not probably it's going to be it's going to work less well and it might not be well advised to do so online is still has its problems it's still flaky as hell it's still based primarily just on your headshot the quality of your headshot and a lot of random factors so if you it's worth maximizing your attempts at online dating but if that's not been working for you and you've gotten professional photos and you've gotten professional help with your profile and then in a bit more understanding of how the apps work and how to communicate on them and it's still not working for you it's not going to change after covid i mean maybe there're going to be more people on it but again it's going to be more competition as well so I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm not sold on that, which is why I am more pushing towards that warm approach being the thing that everyone do. So find out what what are your interests, you know? Going it could be just a meetup group. So a meetup group where it's like 20s and 30s activities or something like that. That's perfectly fine. As a man it can help to be in something that you do know a bit about. So then you're seen as a leader or somebody knowledgeable for sure, but that's not even necessary. And it can be an outdoor activity, an indoor activity. It could be as something as simple as board games, but thinking more on those smaller scale interactions. And those are a bit different from cold encounters. So cold encounters... You should always be on your best behavior, but there you can experiment more because nobody knows who you are and it doesn't really matter. And a lot of times it would be at a bar and people are already silly anyway. But with these warm encounters, you gotta, you know, your reputation matters a bit more. And so it's almost like the difference between how people behave in a small town or a city. In a city, nobody gives a shit because they don't know anybody and they'll probably never see them again. They're anonymous. In a small town, 
you know, if you're overheard yelling at a wait staff at a local cafe, somebody you know might hear you or somebody who knows somebody you know and that could come back to you. So you end up being a bit more on the good behavior, which is why a lot of people who want to be irresponsible move to big cities. Uh, there's other reasons too, but that's part of it. So with the warm approach and the warm encounter stuff, you do have to be a bit more circumspect. And that's, that's a great thing. And now is a great time to work on some of those aspects of yourself. Are, are you somebody who is impulsive? Are you somebody who gets irritated and angrily, angry easily? Maybe it's time to be talking to a therapist about that. You could do online sessions where you talk to a therapist and figure out why that is. You know, you're feeling alienated from society. All those things are things to work on right now. So when things get back to or closer to normal, you know, or in a year or more than that, when they get completely back to normal, hopefully before the next pandemic, haha, um, you'll have established yourself as more of somebody who is able to interact in those realms. So where you can go to a place and yeah, I, oh yeah, that's so-and-so. We know, we know him. He comes and he's pretty cool. And yeah, once in a while he talks to some of the women there. I know he's dated a couple women there, but he's cool about it. And he talks to the guys too. And he's actually a nice guy. And even the women who don't date him anymore said, yeah, you know, they just, just didn't work out and he wasn't terrible to them. That's the kind of thing we should be cultivating. And there will come a time when the cold encounters will be able to happen again. But in the meantime, let's gear up for this warm encounter world, this post-COVID world, this post-COVID warm encounter world where we're, we manage our shit, where we interact with people, not just to get something out of them, but because we're interested in being a part of a community and then finding, okay, there are opportunities for dating and maybe it's less sex focused or all sorts of other things. It reminds me, I wonder if it's, yeah, I mean, with STDs, I wonder if there's a lot less STIs. I mean, there definitely are because people are not uh, fraternizing as much. And I wonder if it's going to come down to, oh, hey, do you have any STDs? Oh, do you, do you have COVID symptoms? Are people going to take each other's temperature? That could be uh, even a kind of a mating pre-courting ritual. It's like, hey, baby, let me take your temperature especially if it's an anal thermometer. I digress. I think in summation and closing, we can look at COVID as the death of a lot of things, but I look at it as the transformation of a lot of things. Outside of the social personal realm, there are so many things, so many new opportunities we have to address issues that we've needed to address and we haven't. So COVID can be great for that. And we, it can be great for our personal lives too and the way we interact and socialize. You know, here is some, time, some downtime. I hope you're making use of your downtime. And I really hope you're making use of your downtime. And if you're not, ask yourself, why are you not making use of your downtime? And if you're not doing it now, will you ever do it? Maybe you're not ready for certain things, but if you're not working on anything new, I'm going to be a bit of a hard ass and say, that's a problem. That is a problem. You should, you have extra time, unless you're working full time, in which case 
keep on keeping on. But if you are not working full time and you are not doing anything differently, then you should, you know what, turn off this podcast and stop listening. Unless you're going to do something after this podcast, that's to, just stop listening because it, it's a waste of your time because you're not going to do anything ever. Okay. I know that's mean. I know that's terrible, but sometimes we need a little bit of boot camp and drill sergeant. And so if you're listening to this right now and you haven't done anything new with your downtime to work on yourself and you think that after this, you're not going to, I don't want you to listen anymore. If you've subscribed, unsubscribe because it, I'm harming you because you're just wasting your time listening to words and not doing anything with them. So I'm going to give you a moment to just pause this, stop this, um, and unsubscribe. So I'll just give you a few seconds. Okay, so now that the folks who have not done anything and who are not going to do anything are gone, for the rest of you, keep doing what you're doing. Keep working on stuff. You don't have to go crazy with it, but, you know, 10% more. That's it, 10% more. And ease things towards this warm encounter world where you sort of start balancing your personal life, your social life, your interests, your dating world, even your political views, you know, you can interact in those ways. All that stuff can be integrated into one whole and taking this unprecedented opportunity to start things afresh. Spring is here and we can, we can have a rebirth an individual and collective rebirth. And I'm really looking forward to it. I'm excited about the potentials for the world. I'm excited about my own personal potentials and I'm excited for you. So that's all I got. Stay healthy, stay safe, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey folks, this is Wes Colton, coach and founder of Introvert Unbound. I hope you got something out of the latest podcast if you'd like to keep up on future episodes, be sure to subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, or wherever else you found us. If you want to go a bit deeper, please go to introvertunbound.com and sign up for our free monthly email newsletter. And if you're serious about developing a more fulfilling social, dating, and professional life, email me at wes at introvertunbound.com for your free 20-minute zero-obligation online console where we'll come up with a game plan for you to leverage your strengths, overcome your obstacles, and become the introvert unbound.